A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Get in the long team with a bunch of demons. Really believe that human beings are demons. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. <laughs> well, there's probably a, a balance between. I believe you have to know Christ, but God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> Really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are gods by faith in his son. <laughs> Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3, 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign risen king, who doesn't owe you one cotton picking thing. And yet he still promises to furnish his disciples, but we take what he's created and we turn him into idols. I'll never back down, so how can I keep it in? But you'll never see me preaching the sin of TBM. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 29 of The Master's Dog. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. So this episode today is one that I've actually tried to get into two or three times. At one point, it was episode 28, and it just didn't work, and so I'm knocking it out again. This Today, I'm going to respond to Kwaku L and the last uh, video he put up on his YouTube channel. Kwaku is from the Saints Unscripted podcast. Um, and so, again, he's he's made this argument multiple times, and it's part of the reason why as I just continue to get really heated as I go through. Because, I mean, he, he hits some ad hominems and, and issues like that, and he really, really twists... Um, the Christian idea of salvation and repentance and so on um, without addressing the issues within Mormonism on the same topic. So with that, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into this. Um, so we're going to pull up Kwaku and we are going to let him uh, start talking and we'll respond as we need to. This is likely going to be a two-parter. I seriously doubt I'm going to get through all 15 minutes of his uh 
video here um, and then I don't know if I'll even do a second part because some of it is not even worth responding to but we'll get to the, the rest and of course he's also calling this a part one although I haven't seen any of the rest so um, he's going to try to proclaim why Mormonism is the best kind of Christianity but let's let's let him go no sound about why the Latter-day Saint movement the restored gospel of Jesus Christ is one of the only ways Christianity can make sense. I know that's a bold statement, but we're gonna get into the first one and I'm gonna give you some context or something really important. Now, you probably don't know who this is because my audience is pretty far removed from this person's audience, but there's a guy named Lee Baker. Lee Baker used to be a Latter-day Saint. He then left the faith to become an evangelical Christian and has now left that to become um, a, a certain kind of Jewish. I don't know, it's like the Noah something branch of Judaism. I'm, I'm not completely familiar with it. I can't, I'm not an expert on that, but he was Latter-day Saint and then he became an evangelical and now he's Jewish. This seems to be a very common trend between people who are Latter-day Saints and then they leave and they become Christian for like a little while, but then they go, eh, it, it can't be true. And then they become an atheist or they become um, maybe Hindu or, or something like that. Jewish usually isn't the next move, but usually it's something Eastern, like Buddhist or Confucius or Hindu um, or just complete atheist. Okay, I'm going to respond to that. My experience and many of the people I know, the experience is just the opposite. So again, it's I'm going to respond to his anecdotal uh, statement of most with my anecdotal statement of most. This is, I mean, again, maybe this is his experience, my experience with the... Probably over 20 some years, I've probably conversed with well over a thousand people who have left Mormonism. Um, those who have left Mormonism and have become Christian uh, in a good, uh, well, we'll uh, put the little asterisk here, in a good Bible teaching Christian church where fellowship and, and so on, theology is taught well, um, remain in it. I mean, I've got, we've got multiple people at Refuge Church right now who have, have come out of Mormonism and have been Christians for years. And we have people who have come out of Mormonism and have been uh, evangelical Christians, have been Christians in our church for months. And so my experience is, is usually with other people that I talk to, if they don't become Christians, they don't come, that's when they go into atheism. Um, my experience, I came out of Mormonism and became a Muslim and then became a Christian. Uh, I've, I've met multiple people who have come out and they, they tend to go into the Eastern religions before they get to Christianity. Um, or if those of that come into Christianity, I have not met except for Lee Baker. I have not met a Christian. Well, I take it back. Lee Baker, Sean McCraney. Unfortunately, these are both two very uh, public figures, very well-known figures, especially here in Utah. Um, these are the two men that I've known that have come out of Mormonism, have, have been in evangelical churches, um, and then have moved on to be, um, I mean, Sean McCraney has just gone weird, modalist, strange teaching heretic, and Lee Baker went off into the Noahite um, Judaism sect. And so those are, that's it. I've not met another or conversed with another Mormon. And again, I've talked to 
probably over 20-some years, somewhere around 1,000 people who have left the Mormon church, many of them have become Christian and have stayed Christian. Some of those have gone into other Eastern religions and so on, and then got saved and have remained in the Christian faith. Um, very few that I have met have gone straight to atheism or not been saved. I mean, there are a few, um, but I've not met, except for, and I haven't met Lee Baker. I know of Lee Baker. I've met Sean McCraney. Other than those two men, I've not met anybody who got into, especially Sean McCraney, because he was part of Calvary Chapel, which is a very good, um, you know, expository preaching uh, church. But I don't think Sean really fell under the discipleship. I know he went to Terry Long's church for a while. I don't think he really got into any kind of a good discipleship relationship. Sean just wanted to be out on his own and doing his own thing. So, you know, that's neither here nor there. But so, again, my experience, and I even asked uh, at ReformCon last weekend, I asked Jeff Durbin and James White, um, asked them to what their experience was. And they both shared a similar experience that I had. So there's that. So let's let Kwaku continue. But almost everyone I know who becomes a Latter-day Saint who leaves the faith tries out mainline Christianity for a little bit, but they can't put up with it. They can't do it. And this is because Christianity does not make sense unless it's Mormonism. I know, I know. I'm, I can already hear your keyboards like, please don't break your iPhone screen just padding into the how I freaking hate Kwaku. So um, Lee Baker makes a post on Facebook and the comments in the post are incredibly telling in what the basis of this video is about. So he posts a picture, it's a pretty dark picture. Um, I'm not going to put it on the video because I don't want YouTube to demonetize or flag this. It's a, it's a picture of a Nazi holding a gun and a Jewish man on the ground, pretty beaten up, about to fall into a hole with a pile of bodies and there's a bunch of Nazis around the Nazi, right? And they're looking down at the bodies. It's, 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 it's jarring, it's horrific, it's dark. Okay, I'm actually gonna show the picture um, because it's, um, I think it, it's worthwhile to show the picture. So um, again, this is a little hard it's not the whole picture. Let me see if I can get the whole thing moved out here. There we go. Um, this is going to cover my face. Uh, let me shrink it down. I hope you guys can still read. And, and Kwaku is going to read it. But here is, and again, this is, this is just one of those things that people post that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I hope you guys can read that from my vantage point. It's hard to read, but we'll see. Well, but... This is the picture that Kwaku's talking about. I thought it was worthwhile to um, have it up there. So we'll let him continue on. So another comment says, Lee Baker, you go too far. How dare you use the blackest of lies to define Christianity? I just don't know you anymore. Is there even a spark of light that has not been smothered by your hate? And Lee Baker responds, I noticed that you did not disagree with the statement of belief in Christ. Why is that? And this guy says, I did not respond to your statement because it is an intentional twisting of the gospel of Christ. Everyone already sees through your angry deception. I responded to the darkened heart that did the twisting. So far, nobody is actually speaking on what he's saying, right? This idea that if a Nazi accepts Christ and this Jewish child, Anne Frank, or this Jewish prisoner dies a Jew, 
then the Nazi's going to heaven and that Jew is going to hell. Even if they're as young as Anne Frank, even if they're children, they're burning in hell as we speak based on the logical extent and logical extension of mainline Christian belief regarding salvation. Okay. None of them are a reference. And it up. perhaps all those people you murdered who weren't Christians but were far better people from his German with a handgun since past, present, and future and not for any of his own acts or works, then he will go directly a pile of bodies and there's a bunch okay. of Nazis around. Sorry, Nazis sometimes right when I hit the button for a picture, bodies. it jumps forward. So it's, 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 it's jarring, it's horrific, it's dark, it's there's a horrific a part of history. And this is what now Lee Baker says. Track. He says, if a Christian, who is the German with the handgun in this picture, um, fully believes and accepts Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior and fully believes that he, German with the handgun, is covered by the blood of Jesus and that he, German with the handgun, is saved by the righteousness of Jesus alone from his German with a handgun, since past, present, and future, and not for any of his own acts or works, then he will go directly to heaven, and the Jew on the ground will go to hell. And he's not claiming he knows anything about the guy in this picture's religion, but what he's saying is, this man, this horrifically evil, disgusting, repugnant, despicable, wicked, satanic, venomous, dark, crappy, garbage Nazi, who's shooting this Jewish guy, if he then repents... And accepts Jesus and says, I'm, I, I'm coming unto you, Jesus, with faith alone, not by any act of mine, just you, Jesus. Based on mainline Christian theology, if he accepts that, he's going to heaven. But this Jewish man who died as a Jew, because he died as a Jew, he went to hell. It's this giant loophole in sin and morality. You can be a horrific person and then repent. And if your repentance is meaningful and you truly accept Jesus, you get to go to heaven. And perhaps all those people you murdered who weren't Christians but were far better people than you, they go to hell. So so essentially, you do have this possibility of Nazis going to heaven and Jews going to hell. My okay, let's respond to that. One, I think when you look at this picture and what you look at what Lee Baker writes, he is making the assumption that the German in the picture is a Christian at this time. So I would say by his actions, he shows that he is not a Christian. Um, but that aside, Kwaku's argument is true. If this man, if this German man uh, repented at some point in time after this happened, this German man repented. And as Kwaku says, if it's true repentance, which is a gift from God, then yes, this German man, forgiven of this sin, and will go to heaven. I, I have no problem with that. This is scriptural. We see with Paul. We see with, um, you know, uh, as Jesus has talked about, that all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That God gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. The, the idea of repentance and salvation by faith alone is not a problem. Again, now it is a, a, again, this is the emotional argument that people go, well, how can this man be saved? How can God ever forgive this man? We are putting ourselves in the place of God if we are saying there are certain people that God cannot because we don't like the idea that God can't forgive them. We don't like the idea of God forgiving a Nazi who has murdered people. So we're just like, this can't happen. And so, and, and we'll get to it, a real issue um, in a moment that I would challenge Kwaku, like he's ever going to watch this video. I would challenge Kwaku to, because 
again and now here we let's deal we'll get to that but let's deal with this issue of the jew i have no idea i i'm the guy that i will not talk ill of the dead maybe this jew has heard the gospel maybe at this point in time as this gun is pointed at his head this horrific image and this horrific scene maybe at this point in time he is currently repenting of his sin and putting his faith and trust in jesus as a messiah that is a possibility, and that, that if that is the case, then yes, this Jew will go to heaven. And hear this. If this Jew had repented of his sin, and then the German repented of his sin, and both end up in heaven, they will rejoice together. I promise. I, Revelation talks about I'll, he'll wipe every tear from our eye, and we will we will know fully when we are in heaven with God, when those who are justified by the blood of Christ, so that God is is just and the justifier of those who have faith in Christ, those who are justified and who are called, and and glor- ultimately glorified, and and in that in the presence of God, we will understand fully at that point in time. And now I can't say for sure either way, you know, if this German doesn't repent, then rightfully so hell is his destination. If this Jew does not repent, rightfully so hell is his destination. You know, Kwaku, he's going to get into the whole Anne Frank thing. Suffering on earth does not negate the guilt of sin eternally. We don't. I mean, if, and, and, so again, let me let me just go there. I wasn't I was going to try to wait, but I'm going to go there now. If a man, say a man is arrested and put in prison and he's there for I don't know, drugs, some kind of drug dealing, something to that effect. Horrible poisoning people with drugs and so on. But a rumor starts, an an incorrect rumor starts that he's a child molester. And then the, the men in that prison do what men do in prison to child molesters. They beat him up. They, they torture him. They rape him. They do all the things to this guy that they would do, that they do to, to child molesters in prison if they get their hands on them. Now, this man suffered unjustly by the hands of these people and, and, and so now goes before the judge. Does the judge let him go on his other crimes? Based on the suffering that he endured? No. No. Jewish people who do not believe in Jesus Christ as the Messiah, who do not repent and put their faith and trust in him, whether Jewish, Buddhist, whatever, it doesn't matter the um, nationality or ethnicity at this point we're talking about a Jew, does not repent and put their faith in, in, in Christ. They are guilty of their sin. Biblically, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Suffering does not make one innocent. Suffering does not make one righteous. Suffering just means somebody has suffered. And God uses that to drive people towards the Savior. If they rejected that, if they rejected that truth, then rightfully so, they will stand in judgment under God for their sins, and he will say, you will go to the lake of fire. It's all scriptural. But those who repent, whether Jew Nazi, whatever, no matter the the past, if they truly repent, if God draws them to himself, grants them faith and repentance, then those people are saved. And again, that's biblical. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We see it throughout Ephesians 2. 
You know, those who are dead in their sins and their trespasses are made alive in Christ. You know, Jesus says that those that you've given me, none can snatch out of my hand. This is the reality of salvation within Christianity. And Kwaku continues to use a um, emotional argument to say that that's not true. And now, and then he's going to get into, in a minute here, he's going to start getting into the ad hominem attacks and stuff like that. So we're at 20 minutes. I'm going to let him speak on, and we're just going to see exactly how far we can get. I made a video where I went to Manti, Utah. It's on my channel. You can go see it. But I actually talked about this, and I said, there's a street preacher in the video, and I asked him if he thought Anne Frank was in hell. And he evaded a little bit, and then he said, yes, Anne Frank is in hell because she did not accept Jesus as her savior. This little Jewish girl, he believes, is currently being tortured in hell. So I said, if you believe that, you're crazy, right? You, I, and I still hold that position. If you believe Anne Frank is in hell, I believe you're a sociopath. I believe you're a lunatic. Most people... Okay, there there go the ad hominems. Um, thanks, Kwaku. I believe this. You think I'm a sociopath and so on. That's that's pretty judgmental, man. That's uh, that's That's very intolerant of you. Um, I can use all the other tired, um, you know, excuses and, and, and things that, that liberals like this use. Again, you're, you're going to ad hominem because you have no justification of why this is not true. You're literally, you're calling into account the words of Christ and the words of scripture you're not calling me a sociopath. You're literally calling Jesus a sociopath because this is the doctrine that is portrayed throughout scripture. Don't believe that Anne Frank's in hell. Most people don't actually believe that the Jews of the Holocaust are in hell. The reason is because they evade it and they dodge it. And here's why I think that. So let's look at these comments. The first comment is from Edith Meredith. She says, this is really insultingly the first people killed by the Nazis were Christian pastors who refused to go along with the Nazis' extermination program. You really show your lack of historical education with this comment. By the way, she, that's not true. The first people, it, it's, it's pretty well documented that disabled people were the first people that the Nazis actually went. I don't know what she's talking about with her, the Christian, I, yes, Christian pastors, yes, Christians were targeted, but this is not true. So another comment says, so again, he's just gonna he's gonna go after little semantic issues here and there. Um, I mean, people with great abilities were targeted by the Jews, uh, by the Nazis as well. Um, Hitler didn't like artists. Anybody who was a great artist, Hitler would have their hands broken and things like that, and and have their art destroyed because he fancied himself to be an artist, and so he would wanted his, didn't want challenges to his art. So this is, you know, and so he, he attacked people with, with great abilities. He went after people with disabilities um, and he went after Christians who would not go along with his rhetoric. I mean, literally, and, and, and then he went after the Jews, not based on contrary to popular belief. He did not go after the Jews based on the writings of Martin Luther. He went after the Jews based on uh, Darwinian evolution and eugenics teachers. This is why he went, he thought he had the superior race and they were getting rid of, of lesser races, which he considered the Jews to be. And so, again, I mean, Kwaku's going to retaliate against this woman. And, and granted, he, he picks out, and I haven't read through all the responses. I'm sure there are some people who responded well to, to Lee. I would 
I mean, if I, I hadn't gone and looked at every response and I haven't responded myself, but I may have to go in there simply because he says nobody responds. Well, I'm sure some people did. Lee Baker, you go too far. How dare you use the blackest of lies to define Christianity? I just don't know you anymore. Is there even a spark of light that has not been smothered by your hate? And Lee Baker responds, I noticed that you did not disagree with the statement of belief in Christ. Why is that? And this guy says, I did not respond to your statement because it is an intentional twisting of the gospel of Christ. Everyone already sees through your angry deception. I responded to the darkened heart that did the twisting. So far, nobody is actually speaking on what he's saying, right? This idea that if a Nazi accepts Christ and this Jewish child, Anne Frank, or this Jewish prisoner dies a Jew, then the Nazi's going to heaven and that Jew is going to hell. Even if they're as young as Anne Frank, even if they're children, they're burning in hell as we speak based on the logical extent and logical extension of mainline Christian belief regarding salvation. None okay, that is an untrue statement because m the majority of Christians, evangelical Christians, reformed Christians believe that not all children are going to go to hell, that there is not an age of accountability, but there's a level of accountability that as children come to the point where they know and understand sin, understand their need for a savior, then yes, they will become accountable for their sins. But there's a point up to that, and it may be with some people who are mentally disabled and so on, go far beyond. You may have a 30-year-old mentally disabled man who has no cognitive uh, ability to understand his sin, that we are convinced that God, based on some different scriptures with David and the baby that died and so on, those people will go to heaven because God will, will say, you didn't have the ability to discern. Um, but yeah, I think Anne Frank, being a teenager, she understood sin. She understood, I'm, I'm sure if she had the Torah, um, she would be able to look at these things and understand sin. And understand, again, the law is there as a schoolmaster to direct people to their need for a savior. The understanding that you cannot be saved according to the law. That you can't do it. That you need a savior. And again, you know, the, the repetitive statement of the Nazi goes to heaven, the Nazi goes to heaven, the Nazi goes to heaven. A repentant person... In this Nazi situation, we would no longer consider him a Nazi. I mean, that's his past and so on. He would be a Christian at this point. Fruit would be shown. Attitudes would have changed. Uh, repentance has happened. Um, even potentially consequences on an earthly standard would have taken place where the government would punish him. So those things would, would be. And so to continually use the, the statement, the Nazi goes to heaven, is just rhetoric on Kwaku's part to try to drive home the emotional argument. These young people go to hell, and this Nazi goes to heaven. This repentant, broken, contrite man who repented and put his faith in Christ goes to heaven, and those who died without repenting and standing on their own ability to work their way to salvation would die and go to hell. None of them are, are referencing that. They're all like attacking him or saying this is just a deception. But none are saying, no, this is not what we believe. We do not believe those Jews are in hell. No one has said, nobody has said that so far. This guy says, I disagree because if the Nazi Germany truly believed in Jesus, he wouldn't have killed. Works don't save you, but they sure are a heck of a good way to show you're his. 
we will all reap what we sow. Now, of course, it's saying if he's a really Christian, he wouldn't have killed that guy. But what if he becomes a Christian later? That's the actual post, right? Like, if this Nazi then accepts Jesus after he's murdered a bunch of people, then he's going to go to heaven and the Jews are going to go to hell. None of these comments are actually dealing with what Lee is saying. This is important to know. Um, this woman says, I hope that after some more thought and perhaps a peek into history, you will retract this pitiful indictment against the body of Christ. Even though my acquaintance with you was short, I truly think this idiotic propaganda, which has no place in reality, is not worthy of you. Again, nobody's actually touching what he's saying. They're, they're evading. They're dodging. They're dodging questions worse than CNN and Fox News. Okay, let's keep going. Lee says, did this not really happen? Do you think this photo is not of reality? Someone named Roxanne says, evidently you've been brainwashed and believe that only God loves the Jews and he doesn't care for anyone else. So this guy, and by the way, I did not... Lee Baker and I do not see eye to eye ideologically. He's not a Latter-day Saint. Um, I do not embrace uh, whatever branch of Judaism he embraces. I do not embrace his former evangelicalism. We probably, if we met, would debate all day long. We don't agree. However, the reasonable part of me, the part of me that, that believes in journalism and an honest discussion is looking at this thread going, what? How about someone answers his question? Chels Baxter says, so you're not a Christian because you've looked at other Christians for how to live a Christian life rather than Christ himself? Again, a dodge. No one's answering the question. I'm actually going to link the Facebook status for this below in so you can go and click on it and read it and I'll screenshot it all in case it gets taken down for some reason. Lisa Smith says, if that German soldier were a safe believer, I expect to see the fruits of that salvation. Murdering a Jew for no reason beyond his Jewishness does not show evidence of that fruit. Of course, but what is Lee saying? He's a Nazi first, he then accepts Christ, he's going to heaven. The victim of those Nazis who died as Jews, even if children, are going to hell, and that Nazi is going to heaven. You have to Again, I just addressed that, so take that with a grain of salt. Depending on the level of understanding, level of accountability that those Christians, or those Jewish children, some of them went to heaven. I firmly believe some of them went to heaven. Some of them may have gone to hell. Maybe some of them had heard the gospel, repented, and put their faith in Christ. So the, the adamant argument that they all went to hell is because you're not, he's not giving an opportunity for repentance on that side. Now, again, he, the caveat that if they died as Jews, yes, if they died as Jews, they will stand judgment for their sins. And God being the perfect righteous judge... Uh, righteousness and justice is the foundation of his throne. Those who have violated his law will be punished. And that punishment is eternal conscious torment in hell. I have no problem saying it. I have no, you know, as he's talking about, well, we don't like that. Well, I, it's, it's the doctrine that is in the Bible that God has laid out. I love it because God is glorified when he is just and punishes those who have broken his law, and God is glorified when he is the justifier of those who have faith in Christ. The, the penalty for their sin was put out on Jesus. It pleased him to crush Christ. And so we see that justice that God is, either those people are going to stand on their own ability, on their own works, and, and be judged for their sin, or they are going to stand under the... Um, under the, the blood of Christ, paid for, ransom paid, penalty paid by him, and they will be justified by his sacrifice. Understand, this is what he's saying. None of them want to recognize this. They are evading or manipulating his words or twisting it or dodging it in any way they can. So 
actually commented and left a link to my other video on it. <laughs> and a guy named Lance says, Kwaku, I can think of no biblical passage indicting that Anne Frank cannot be saved. Romans and Acts each have passages clearly stating that salvation is possible and even likely. So regardless of what people say, the Bible takes nothing from this brave girl. And this is the first time someone has said to me in a public forum, Hey, Kwaku, by the way, the Bible makes it clear that people who die who aren't Christians aren't just going to go to hell. There, there's a shot for that they have. Well, I'll give you the, the, the verse. Jesus says that those who do not believe are condemned already. John three eighteen. Um, it is made very clear throughout the Bible. And so this guy is uh, incorrect in his theology, is made clear throughout the Bible that those who do not repent and put their faith and their trust in Christ will go to hell. And I have no problem. There's no problem with that doctrine. In a minute, we're going to get to, he's going to say something else that's going to send me off the rails. And I'm going to address the Mormon issue of that co co coincides with this and the problem that, that Kwaku has to respond to. So I asked him, please show me the verses you were referring to. Are you saying that people who do not follow Jesus in this life can be saved? He did not respond. Um, but Elaine A. Scott said... The issue is that no human can know right up to the last moment. If a dying person cries out in their mind for God to save them, also remember that Jews are God's chosen people and that God is love. That's, that's not an answer to the question, right? So I asked him for these specific verses. He didn't give them to me. Also, the Jews being God's chosen people means they are the covenant people in the Bible, okay? They were under covenant. That's what that means. It's not like God has like a favorite race. Like he just really likes the Jews a lot. Like that's just like his group. Like Persians, ah! You know, also, it wouldn't make sense because it's not like the Jews of the Holocaust were like 100% the same DNA of the Jews of the Bible, right? People, there's a... Okay, now he's making some really wild statements that he cannot back up. A lot of those Jews are still bloodline Jews. I've met many who are proud of their genealogy all the way back through to the, the tribes that they come from. He's making a statement out of pure... Um, speculation and so this whole thing that he's talking about oh 75% Jew and blah 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 this is all a straw man argument that has nothing to do with what he's talking about and again I think they throw this stuff in maybe it's just that he's getting like me getting off the topic and rabbit trailing but I think it's stuff that they throw in just to distract from the actual argument that's being had a bunch of mixing and stuff going into this People try to pass off this like, it's like this weird Southern Christian folksy doctrine rumor passed around by like old Christian women in their 70s who still watch the 700 Club who say things like, well, the Jews are still God's chosen people. Well, I mean, no. Like, well, Kwaku still mocks people quite a bit. It's, it's the covenant. So today, the Latter-day Saints are God's covenant people. That's actually what it is. It's not like just... Like, as far as you can trace back that lineage, that means you're more chosen. If you're 75% Jewish, you're more chosen than if you're like 12%. I mean, it's nonsense, right? So you'll notice, none of these people are coming out and saying, Anne Frank is in hell, the Jews are in hell, duh. They're evading. They are doing anything they can to not get to the meat of what Lee Baker is saying. And the reason they're doing that is because they hate the answer. They hate the answer that they have to give or that would logically follow that they believe everyone who dies who's not a Christian is going to hell. Therefore, the Jews of the Holocaust who died as Jews went to hell. And are Okay, to make a statement that we hate that answer is false. If that is not a true statement, 
if people who do not repent and put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, if those people do not go to hell and there's an opportunity for them to be saved without the, without Christ, without repenting and putting their faith in Christ, then Christ's death was meaningless. It was purposeless and it was false. And we should all be uh, pitied because none of it is true. Again, you are calling into question, Quake You. You are calling into question the, the words and the statements of Christ. Not Christians. We stand on the basis of the biblical scripture that says that, that those who repent and believe and put their faith in, in Christ are saved and those who do not go to hell. So your argument, you're not, when, you, when you make a statement like those people are, are sociopaths and lunatics and blah, 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 you're not addressing me. You are literally talking about Christ. Hi, baby. My little girl just walked into the room. Um, so you're literally, you're, your argument is not with me. Your argument is with Jesus. Are still in hell. I've got friends who go to different churches and you hear their pastors and their sermons and they're pretty and they say things like, put it all at the cross and Jesus wants your heart and things like that and they're very, very pretty. But unfortunately, they don't take their theology to a real world application. They sort of keep it at like a vague Pinteresty level. Real world applications and especially historical applications, you get darkness, you get really horrific things. You get a world in which almost all of the Jews and the gypsies of the Holocaust who were murdered by Nazis are currently being tortured in hell by Satan and demons and fire and all that stuff. Okay, again, another false statement on Kwaku's part because we do not believe that Satan and demons do the torturing in hell. Eternal conscious torment under the punishment of God. There's a there's an unpopular statement for you. There's an unpopular opinion. God is the one that does the tormenting. There, now, oh wow, now we just really blew that out of the water. We do not believe that Satan does the tormenting. And yes, we, we believe that anybody who does not have faith in Christ and, put their, and repent and put their trust in him will not go to heaven. They will go to hell because they are guilty of their own sin. And, and God is just and he has to punish sin. So sin is either punished on the person who committed it or it's punished on Christ on the cross. And so those are the only two options we have. And that is why in, in Romans 3, it can say that God is not only just, but the justifier of those who have faith in Christ. Welcome my, my little co-host here, my little girl, Opal. Get up a little bit so people can see you, baby. There we go. Let Daddy get his headphones over here. Yep, here we go. There, that, oh, now you're stuck behind the, the, the Kwaku. Okay, but there's my little girl. Say hi. Okay, we'll let Quaker talk for a little more. I want you to understand that. If you embrace mainline Christianity, mainline evangelicalism, this is the logical extent of what your religion teaches. Nobody wants to say it. They will not give you a direct answer, and if they will, you'll probably you look at them and go, Oh goodness, are you a sociopath? And the reason Oh goodness, are you another giving me another ad hominem? Again, I've been saying it, and many of the people that you know, Quaker, um, James White, Jeff Durbin, uh, Matt Slick, all these people who go out and do evangelism are willing to say it. So the fact that you say that no one wants to say it is, is actually false. It's not a true statement. Um, we're willing to say it. We stand by our, our doctrine and our theology. Um, you're the one that has no answer for it. So you call us social or socialist, 
there's a Freudian slip, sociopaths. And we're going to get to this, and I'm, I'm going to let him talk for one more minute, and then we're going to talk about the fact that why you have no answer for this either, Quaking. Isn't as deep down they don't actually believe that because we these are normal good it. people. These aren't sociopaths. Deep down they go, and Frank's not in hell. But if you would ask them, okay, give me a biblical um, reason she isn't, and from your statement of faith as an evangelical Christian or a general Protestant, that's not like a liberal Protestant, not like a you know, not like a you know a Presbyterian USA or or or, or, or you know uh, Episcopalian or something like that. From an evangelical Protestant Christian perspective. If you had to make a case as to why Anne Frank and these Jews are not in hell, then you would also be making a case that people who die without Jesus are not damned. And if you're making that case, then your Christianity is fighting against itself, and it's, it doesn't, it's, I mean, Christ's atonement doesn't actually matter, if that's what you're saying. So you well, that's exactly what you're saying, Kwaku is that it doesn't matter. You're making the statement that these people aren't in hell because, again, Mormon theology doesn't hold that these people go to hell, that nobody is really accountable for their own sins, that universalism, and now we're going to get to the point. And so here, I'm, I'm actually literally done with, with him, so I'm going to take him off so y'all can see my little girl who has crazy hair because she just woke up from her nap. Um, and then we're going to remove this picture too. Uh, and we're just going to finish this out. We're going to ride this out, hopefully done in the next five minutes. So here's the problem, Kwaku, is you continue to bring up these issues with Christianity. Oh, you believe that all the Jews are in hell. Well, no, we believe that any Jew who repents and put their faith in Christ is going to heaven. We believe that any murderer, any thief, anybody who, who repents, no matter what they've done, anybody who repents and put their, puts their faith in Christ will be saved. That the blood of Christ, the atonement of Christ, is efficacious for anybody who will repent and put their faith in him. Here's the problem with Mormonism. You have no answer. That, that Nazi is going to make it into one level of heaven or another without repentance. With zero repentance, that Nazi is going to at least get to the celestial kingdom in heaven. And, and here's, here's the, the reason why. This is from the churchofjesuschrist.org. This is from the Mormons page. This is their guide to the scripture and their uh, speaking on hell. So, uh, Latter-day Revelation speaks of hell in at least two senses. First, it is a temporary abode in the spirit world for those who were disobedient in mortality. In this sense, hell has an end. The spirits there will be taught the gospel and sometime... Following their repentance, they will be resurrected to a degree of glory of which they are worthy. Those who will not repent, but are nevertheless not sons of perdition, we'll talk about that in a second, will remain in hell throughout the millennium. After these thousand years of torment, they will be resurrected to a celestial glory. So again, sons of perdition are those who have denied, essentially denied the, or renounced the priesthood, denied Jesus as the Father has revealed him. Somebody like me, oh, please don't. Um, someone like me who was a member of the Mormon church who had a testimony, and I had a testimony. I, I was, you know, I would argue it and I would, I would defend Mormonism as much as I could. I had a testimony and then I recognized the evidence that proved it to be wrong and I walked away. So I would be considered a son of perdition, somebody who rejected Christ after he was revealed according to the Mormon teaching. So I get to go to outer darkness according to Mormon theology, 
but that Nazi, even if he never repents. So again, all these people who go to hell or spirit prison, as they call it, will receive the gospel. People will come. Jesus will come and teach those people the gospel and give them an opportunity to repent. And then teenage kids can go to the temple and be baptized for them for the dead. And then adult people can go to the temple and do endowments for them and do everything to get these people up to a celestial glory, doing all the works vicariously. But if that Nazi, we'll say that Nazi never, ever repents, never repents, according to Mormon theology, he is not a son of perdition. And so after the millennium, he will spend a millennium, a thousand years in that spirit prison. But then at the end of that millennium, that man will be resurrected to a telestial glory with zero repentance, zero justice. According to Mormon theology, that Nazi will get to the same level and potentially can get to the same level. He's, he's not dealing with the fact that that Nazi can get to the same level of heaven uh, as the Jew, according to Mormon theology. With no repentance, with no anything else, I mean, the Jew would automatically, if they're good, get to um, terrestrial kingdom, and then, uh, and then the Nazi would be resurrected to celestial. But save that Nazi in, in eternities, in the spirit prison, hears the gospel and then repents. He gets to go to heaven too. And then they can do all this. They did all this for Hitler. I mean, they're, the, the Jewish Anti-Defamation League had to file a suit against the Mormon church because they did endowments for Hitler and Eva Braun. And they said, how can you do this? You have just, by your, your, your theology, you have admitted the man who killed six million Jews into your celestial kingdom by doing all the vicarious works for him. And then they went back and removed his name. So the, the person with the problem is not the Christian who believes in the doctrine of the theology, soteriology, proper orthodox uh, soteriology, that those who do not repent will, will die and go to hell. And those that um, do repent will be uh, forgiven and justified. But Mormonism, there is no requirement for repentance. And everybody, as long as you were never a Mormon, accepted Jesus as he was revealed according to Mormonism and then rejected him, all those other people get resurrected at some point in time to a telestial glory. So, Kwaku, I would challenge you, how do you deal with that? So, there you go. I got through more of this than I expected to, so there will not be a part two. I don't think I can handle it. And, uh, It'll never be as good as it is with this cute little girl in your picture. So um, thanks, guys, for listening. I hope this was helpful. Um, I hope I didn't ramble too much. But, uh, again, we need to, we need to be armed with, with, uh, with truth um, and not let people like Kwaku just throw out ad hominems to make us fall back on an emotional argument. So, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Thank mm-hmm. you.